Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast is a Christ-centered podcast established in 2019 and hosted weekly by Pastor Chris Busher, addressing a host of topics such as the Great Commission, Christian discipleship, and often featuring interviews with special guests who are experts in their field. The views and events expressed on this podcast and all related materials belong solely to their author and not necessarily to the author's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. While all attempts are made to present accurate information, some information may become outdated over time. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast makes every attempt to timely update any and all such information. Without further delay, here's another powerful episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Faith and Family Fellowship. I'm your host. My name is Chris Busher. Today, I'm joined in my studio uh, with a voice that you might remember from a previous episode. His name is John Kegley. Uh, John Kegley, he is he is a licensed pastor with the Assemblies of God here in the United States. Uh, he's been a brother of mine in the faith of Jesus for almost 12 years now. We did a previous episode on him uh, where he talked about some of the different Christian art that he does uh, and some of the different, uh, different ways that he's been in tune with the Holy Spirit of God and the different things uh, from his past all the way to the present. And today, I'm bringing him on the show again for a, a teaching. I believe that he has a message for us. Uh, the ba- the episode that we are recording today is something that he has been uh, praying about and studying about, and we're calling it the basic elements of Christianity. What does this mean? So before we get into this, let's go ahead and let's go to the Lord in prayer, and let's just ask him just to bless this episode. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for today. God, we thank you for every single gift that you've given us. God, we thank you for your love and for your mercy and for your generosity. God, and I thank you for, for Pastor John Kegley. God, I thank you for every gift that you've given him. Father, the, the inspiration that you've given him, uh, the different things that you've been tugging on his heart, the different ways that you speak to him and the different ways that you allow him to be able to minister the gospel, whether it's through art or through uh, preaching or through teaching or the discipleship, all the different areas that he does. Father, we just thank you. God, we thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. So, John, I want to welcome you uh, to to this podcast episode thank again. Uh, it's always an honor to have you with us, to be able to glean a little bit of the wisdom that you have. Uh, John, how are you doing today, by the way? I'm, I'm doing really well. Thanks for allowing me to be here, and I just want to yeah. give a shout-out to all the audience out there that's listening. Yeah, absolutely. John, and how 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 is your art doing? Are you working on something new right now by any chance? Yeah, I actually got a few paintings done recently. Um, I am uh, working on something in my room at the moment, uh, trying to piece it together and praying about it. Yeah, so. and how many? It was pro, what about a month ago when we had you on the show last, and we were talking about your Christian art. Is that cr- about correct? Uh, yeah, I would say too. Has, two has months, any have, have you gotten a lot more traffic since then? People contacting you about your art? Yes, I, yes, I have. Oh, awesome! I I love to hear that. Every time that we can, you know, help out another Christian with some of their different projects and be able to get the gospel out there in many different ways, uh, it's just it's a wonderful thing because. You know, the gospel itself, it's not just in words. It could be used in art. It could be used in books. It can be used in music, all these different various ways. We'd love to be able to help right. uh, you and all the other Christians out there be able to get their message out there uh, over these radio waves, over the different Internet waves, all of these different things, to be able to reach many new people. 
Uh, so, John, the reason we have you on the show today is we are talking about the basic elements of Christianity. How, how did yep. we come up with this title? Um, can you give me a little bit of insight on that for me? I would have to say just just uh, thinking about Jesus in general and how much love and compassion and just uh, time and devotion he spent not only uh, with his father and uh, but here on earth um, just uh, training his disciples and just being with them and just uh, leading by example. Yeah, you know, a lot of people when they think about Jesus, when they think about Christianity, they think about you know those four walls or a big temple or you know, preaching out in front of thousands and all, all these different things. We have many different ideas. But when we take away all of the, you know, the religious eye set and everything, I mean, it's it's a completely different man sometimes right. than what we imagine. Right. I imagine most people that are listening to this podcast now that maybe have hearing us for the first time or have listened to many of our different previous episodes, when they think about Jesus, they at least probably used to or still sometimes struggle with the thoughts of what did this man really look like? What did he really act like? Uh, you know, did he have blonde hair, blue eyes, you know, and, and all right. of this stuff? I mean, uh, just all of these different things. Now, speaking about that, uh, John, when you were younger and you used to think of Jesus, uh, you know, what did you think about? What did he look like in your mind? Right. Just uh, a man, just like you described, man, blue eyes, long hair, you yeah. know. Uh, glowing smile on his face. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I, I grew up as a Catholic, as many of my listeners here will, will be able to remember. And uh, seeing you know the stained glass windows, which, by the way, I love stained glass windows. I think they are beautiful and just and wonderful, and they really help a building. Um, you know, I haven't been able to see any in years, unfortunately, because they're not really a, a thing anymore for most churches. But I really right. do love it. But that was my idea of who Jesus was yeah. and what he looked like. And I, I guess even thinking about it, you know, it was hard to even imagine him walking. You know, maybe he just like hovered above the ground type <laughs> of thing. But when we really look at it, when we look about who Jesus was, what he acted like, and and all of these different things, I think it's a very different Jesus sometimes yeah. than what people would imagine. Yeah. Um, and you've been a believer now for, what, 12 years? Well, yeah, uh, ever since I came to Adult and Teen Challenge of the Midlands, uh, yeah, I recommitted my life. Uh, 12 years ago over to God, but I I gave my life to God around the age of 12 or 13. Okay. And so f uh, during that time, how is your ideas about Jesus and like his appearance and the different actions, how does that kind of evolved? Right. Well, back when I was 12 or 13 years old, you know, I was just a, a baby believer, you know, so uh, Christian Christianity didn't really mean too much to me, but I knew God was real. So um, I did fall away pretty quick from that because I just thought the the walk was just pretty boring. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah. When most people they think about Christians, you know, what what do they think about? Old ladies, young children, or <laughs> you know, wimpy men, you know, type of thing. But it couldn't be any further from the truth. Exactly. Yep. Some of the strongest men that that I've met, including you know our senior pastor, um, he's a he's a manly man. Right. Uh, right now he he doesn't he probably doesn't listen to this podcast, so I'm going to go ahead and tell people. But right now you know he's limping along with the cast because he got bucked off a horse and almost died. I mean, this guy, he, he just continues to, you know, go out and push the limits, climbing mountains, literally, right. uh, you know, just a manly man. I love, I love following this guy because he, he gives us a different idea of who Jesus is, you know, and, you know, every man's flawed, of course, you know, I'm not comparing, comparing our senior <laughs> pastor to Jesus, but he definitely doesn't fit the idea that most people would think when they think of pastor. Right. And, and, you know, you and me, when I look at each other, you know, 
uh, we we definitely don't have have those you know outward characteristics either and i'm really happy to see that it's a it's a wonderful thing being able to present jesus right. in a god's, different way god's not looking for actors you know he's yeah. looking he's looking at the heart he's searching the heart you know yeah so absolutely and, and we see many different examples th- about that throughout the old testament and the new testament uh, but we're talking about the basic elements of christianity right so when we when we say the word element uh what what are we kind of uh talking about here you know can you can you kind of uh, summarize that for for our listeners just so we can get that good foundation here well, of what we're talking about? I re- I really want to just uh, emphasize on really this the the blood trail man the how Jesus carried the cross and the whole crucifixion part and and just really um, the mind the hands the feet and, yeah. the, and even all the, of those the different spear getting pierced on the side yeah all all of those different things but what what exactly is 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 an element type of deal. When we talk about the elements of Christianity, what are, what are we really saying about this? Are, are these, you know, like the main points, the focus points? or the first and foremost, love. The first, the first and foremost, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. For real, for real. Uh, so we're talking about the elements of Christianity and what this means. And, and John was talking a couple minutes ago uh, just about these different parts that we're going to really focus on. We're going to talk about, you said it was the blood trail? Yeah. We're going to yeah, talk about the, the blood, blood trail. trail. Um, we're going to be talking about the crucifixion itself, you know, where the head, the hands, the feet, and the side, and all of these different physical uh, things that happen and, phys- and right. physical aspects, but how they can have a deeper significance. Exactly. Yep. A deeper meaning. Uh, and I think that's just going to go wonderful. Amen. And, John, before we get into this, we're going to take a word from our sponsors, but before we even do that, I want you just to tell tell our listeners here why you wanted to talk about this particular topic. It's I just feel it's important for any person that's drawing in and listening. Uh, we just need to spread this message out to the world and out to the lost people, knowing that there's a God that loves them more than they know. And uh, I just hope they have an open heart to hear and receive and, and really just dive in further uh, to knowing and building that relationship with with our with our Heavenly Father and our Lord. Absolutely. And that's what it's all about. Having a real, genuine relationship with Jesus Christ. Right. Taking away, you know, all of this, you know, crazy ideas and, and just religious blinders and all that stuff and just really focusing on the man uh, and, you know, kind of seeing things the way that the early church would have saw things. Right. Um, absolutely. I can't wait to hear the message. You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. Ever wonder how growing apart happens? It can seem scary when relationships that start out so fantastic can end up on different paths and leave you feeling alone. If this is your experience or if you have relationships that you value and don't want them to take the growing apart path, you need to hear episodes 8, 9, and 10 of the podcast How to Be a Competent Self-Manager for Health and Well-Being. In them, you will learn how to build lasting emotional intimacy, no matter what comes your way. Lori Olson is a Christian psychotherapist who has had great success helping couples, parents, and families create healthy, connected relationships. You can listen to the whole series to find out how to make lifelong effective change, even if you are struggling with difficult levels of anxiety and depression. The podcast series is on iTunes and archived on Facebook.com slash DiscoverMePG.
Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, thank you for uh, the word from our sponsors. We appreciate every single one of our sponsors uh, and absolutely helps so much beyond belief. Uh, what we're talking about today, again, it's the elements of Christianity, the, uh, what, right. what these means, the basics of it. And I kind of want to just paint the picture for everyone real fast here. We're talking about something that happened on average about 2,000 years ago. The different scholars will argue different dates and all of this, you know, trying to get pinpointed down to the exact moment. And, you know, right, we're, we just, we just we, want to yeah, focus on we just want to focus on what happened here. OK, <laughs> this it happened about 2000 years ago. Right. Uh, and we're going to read from the Gospel of Mark here. Uh, we're going to read about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. So we're starting in Mark chapter 15, uh, starting in verse 21. And they compelled the pass buyer, Simon of Cyrene who was coming in from the country, the father of Alexander and Rufus, to carry his cross. And they brought him to the place called Golgotha, which means place of the skull. And they offered him mixed wine with myrrh, but he did not take it. And they crucified him, divided his garments among them, casting lots for them, and decided what each should take. And it was the third hour when they crucified him. And the inscription, the charge against him, read, The King of the Jews. And with him they crucified two robbers, one on his right and one on his left. And those who passed by derided him, wagging their heads and saying, Aha, you, would, you who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself. Come down from the cross. So also the chief priests, with all the scribes, they mocked him, saying to one another, He who saved others, can he not save himself? Let Christ, the King of Israel, come down from the cross, so we may see him and believe. Those who were crucified with him also made fun of him. Okay, so... Just to kind of give people an idea of, of crucifixion itself, I mean, because this is a word that you probably have never heard of unless you've been inside of the church. John, right, have you ever right. heard the word cruci- or crucifixion outside the church? Not, no, not no. really. It's, it's a word that doesn't mean a whole lot to people like you and me unless we're talking about Jesus Christ. But if you were to go back 2,000 years ago, this word, crucifixion or cross, uh, any of that, it, it would have meant something extremely different. In fact, from the time that you were a little child until the time that you would die, you would see this almost on an everyday life. Remember, Israel at the time was was basically prisoners. They, they were, you know, under the authority of Rome. From, from the last book of the Bible until Matthew opens up right there, we see something happens. They were free people, and all of a sudden now they are under the rule of Rome. Rome came in, they established their government, and if we know anything about Rome, Rome was very serious. Uh, they were very focused, and everywhere they went, crucifixion would follow. Now, it's it's important to remember that uh, Rome did not create the idea of crucifixion, okay? They, they just perfected it. They took different ideas from different people from the past, different pagans and all these things, different cultures, and basically jumbled everything together and mm-hmm. created the perfect form of execution. And when they would come into an area, when they would take over a new new country, a new territory— they would crucify a lot of people, a lot of the leaders, a lot of their rebellions. Right. And they would do it publicly just to show their power, their authority. And before you even enter the city, you would see these people hanging right. on these crosses or on these stakes, dying for sometimes days at a time, and their bodies would pretty, stay there. Pretty gruesome, pretty sad. Pretty gruesome, absolutely. I mean, this was a horror story beyond anything that Hollywood has ever given us. And they did it to be able to send an unwritten message you go against us, this is your future. You go against the status quo here, this right. is your future. Right. Uh, and children would see it, old people would see it, 
And when Jesus was coming into Jerusalem even, it wouldn't have not, it wouldn't have been uncommon for many of these crosses or bodies still to be on the road to Jerusalem. Every few feet, every few yards, you would look to your right and you would see a cross. You would look to your left and you would see one. Sometimes the body would have been hanging there for weeks at the time while animals would have yeah. taken it out. Or sometimes it would have been really, really fresh. Everyone knew that this was the future. Yeah. This this is what would have happened even, to them. Even the smell would have been just oh, horrible. Oh, imagine the smell. It would have yeah. been a horrible, horrible smell. But this is how Jesus, the son of the living God, uh, was predestined to die this way. Right. He could have died a million other ways, but this is the way that, that God himself decided, hey, this is how I'm going to die. This is how I'm going to be killed in the most brutal of all ways. And we see here on the crucifixion uh, some very important elements. And I know I just read one passage instead of going through all four of the Gospels and including many of the different epistles that talk about it in a lot more graphic detail. Um, But I wanted to really focus in on this to kind of paint the picture here for for John while he goes through some of these different – where we're doing five different elements here. Uh, yeah, roughly. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to kind of paint the picture here for, for everyone so they can kind of get the idea of what John is about to be talking about. John has been praying about these different things. This is something that God had just kind of, you know, revealed to him. Uh, and, and, you know, not in like an audible voice or anything like that. <laughs> I imagine you were probably painting when you started to think about these things. Or what were you doing? I was I was just spending time with the Lord, diving into scriptures and just meditating in his presence. Yeah. Stuff like that. Just doing everyday yeah. common things yep. for you, huh? Yep. Yeah. You know, it's, it's wonderful Living how life God worship. works. Yeah. So let's talk about the first one. The first one you, t- you wanted to talk about was the blood trail. Right. Kinda, tell us a little bit about why this is significant and what the blood trail is first, of course. I would I would say that this this blood trail is significant. Um, it just pinpoints a, a picture even in our own lives of of us just um, to the point of coming to a breaking point and and, the, and at the end of all endurance. You know, even Jesus himself um, was restraining his full power. He could have called on legions of angels and and just so much more to to help strengthen him and to carry on but no we we see Simon out of all people um that was forced to come by um at his side to help carry his cross and l- let's talk about an angel real fast because I know there's a lot of people that have crazy ideas about what an angel is uh for those of you who don't know an angel is not a baby with wings or something like that okay <laughs> right. that is that's not what it is right. in fact in the old testament we see angels that that have come down and these things are mighty right. mighty warriors Amen. killed 10,000 Syrians with the you know the drop of a hat type of thing imagine legions jesus himself when he when he was being questioned by pilate you know he's like hey you know my authority my kingdom's not of this world if it was y'all would be in trouble right now <laughs> right. i'd snap my fingers and burn Boom, it would be done for you guys. We yep. could destroy this world a hundred times over. Yeah. Uh, so when he's talking about, you know, restraining his power, this man, Jesus, the God man, had all the power in the world within his fingertips and right. he was restraining himself. Right. Now, why would there be a blood trail, John? Why would why was there a trail of blood going to Golgotha? What happened to Jesus? Well, he was he was beat, he was uh whipped. Um, and it just wasn't like a normal whipping. No, it wasn't, know? was it? It was it was pretty gruesome, man. Yeah. Real. It, it was uh, this uh, shackles and, and chains and just, just all this stuff just hanging off of these whips that really just dug into his flesh to rip it apart. And, 
it just it just wasn't like a like a slash like a wolverine slash you know <laughs> it was it was more like chunks of flesh literally pulling out from his body yeah and if um, if you go through you know just the biblical perspective and historical perspective on it when you look at the movie the passion of the christ which they did an excellent job it's nothing compared to what it really would have looked like they right. you know made it less gruesome this these whips that that Jesus had to endure they were they were made from leather straps with with sheep bone and different shells different right. things that they would they were designed when the roman soldiers would start to whip a person first it would bruise the meat it would bruise jesus's body and to make it really nice and tender and yeah. then when the next lash came the the shells would just kind of dig in to the flesh to basically kind of make a claw and like grab onto it yeah. and when you would pull it back Pieces of meat and flesh would just come out with it. Most men who had this who had this punishment did not survive, but King Jesus did. That is an incredible uh, amount of endurance that Jesus right. had to go through. Imagine all of that blood being shed there. You know, the Bible even talks about when Jesus was actually on the cross. It says that very clearly in Psalm 22 that we couldn't even see basically that he was a man that there was no more likeness of him he would have looked a lot like hamburger up on top of there he would have been so bloody so disformed yep. that we couldn't even tell that he was human anymore that is that's a very important thing just to think about and that that man would have been marched and different parts dragged all the way from from that point where where he's with Pilate exactly yep. to the point of Golgotha imagine mm -hmm. that if i've never actually been to to Israel i would love to someday in the future so i could just kind of get an idea of what it was like going through those streets the, you know to the best of our ability that we could these days right. but imagine how the distance that yeah. he would have had to carry at least a plank of wood uh, and going through that that physical form right and so that's the blood trail that 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 John here is talking to, about. Yep. Are you willing to carry your cross, or bear your cross in this walk in in the blood? You know that Jesus even shed for us. Yeah. Uh, knowing that our life is not our own. And the, you know, and he, the blood he bought trail. It. He bought our life at the at his price. You know at, at his at his crucifixion price. He gave it all uh, for us. It's it's, it's an incredible thought. Right. Incredible thought. And just so people will understand. This 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 situation that John here is talking about, uh, where a man named Simon was basically forced right. to carry this cross, yep. it's not just mentioned here in, in one one different passage. It's, it's actually mentioned in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, right. um, where it mentions the man by name and where where he's coming from. Uh, and just so you just so everyone knows where he was from, he was from a, an area in northern Africa, which would be like in eastern Libya at the time. Okay. Uh, so, and they, just so people know, the Jewish people, they were kind of scattered at the time, but they would come annually for these festivals, and that's why he was there. Uh, he, he would have had to travel all the way from northern Africa to get there for this festival, and the moment he's in this city, here comes the Romans grabbing him and saying, hey, you right. carry this cross. Right. Imagine just what was going on in his mind. He, exactly. He maybe could have gotten crucified along with him. These were violent men that were grabbing him. Yeah. He, you know, he would have wanted to make sure that people knew, hey, I'm a free man. I'm just, I'm doing what I'm told. I'm helping out, you know, and imagine, I bet, th I bet this guy probably got whipped along the way. I mean, they wouldn't have been treating him nice. Right. So... Are we in the midst of all that? What's being said? Are, are we willing to bear, help bear uh, each other's burdens, man? Are we really exercising the importance of being a brother's keeper and coming alongside somebody else that cannot carry their cross? 
yeah. you know, in, in life in general, out of all the, the burdens and weight that we carry, or are we willing to help another person succeed far beyond ourselves? Yeah. And even though Simon, he was forced to do this, he might not have wanted to, he still did it. Right. Still did it. Right. And in Jesus, he tells us to, you know, to carry our own cross and follow him. Uh, but as John was saying, John, I want you to just say it one more time for our listeners. You yeah. know, this, this deep question that God was asking you right here, go ahead and say it one more time for our listeners. In regards to and, this, and, this carrying the cross. Carrying the cross, yeah. carrying who, your brother's cross. Who's willing to rush in when we see a, a brother hurting? You know, are, are you willing to set everything aside to be a brother's keeper, to come alongside and to help that person succeed far beyond yourself? Yeah, that's that's it's a real convicting question there. Right. Um, you know, if, if God asked me that, I'd have to sit and I'd have to examine the different areas in my life where I've been falling short, seeing a brother in need, seeing a brother who needs help, who needs prayer, and not exactly. coming alongside of him quickly. Amen. You know, the next thing that John was talking about, we're we're going to deal right now with the crucifixion. Um, and so there's a lot of different facts that we can go with here on this crucifixion. We don't have all the time right now. We'll do that in a future future episode. But there are four different aspects of the crucifixion right. that John had, had laid on his heart that we're going to talk about. It's the head, the hands, the feet, and the side. John, go ahead. Tell us yeah. about the head and, first. Yeah, in regards to the head, obviously uh, a lot of listeners know that Jesus had the crown of thorns. Uh, yeah. This pierced over his head, and and you know it just wasn't uh, just slightly gentled, you know, placed on there. No, it was it was crammed, it was forced, it yeah. was you know beat upon his head. You know, uh, all those thorns dug dug deep, you know, into his skin, and there was this blood everywhere. So it really, to me, it it really signifies um, our mind, our fleshly mind, our thoughts. You know, that we have an opportunity. Um, to really this place that uh, at the head of Christ and really to become in alignment, to get our thinking straight, to be sober in, at mind and and really uh, walk into the reality of new life, of what God designed us for in the first place. And, and so we can think properly and do things properly, um, not according to what we want, but according to his pleasure his jealousy for us. Yeah. And you know, when we were when we were talking about this before, you know, the show even began, we were asking John, you know, where he wanted to start with the crucifixion and he specifically said he wanted to start with the head. Uh, yeah. and why did you want to start with the head, John? Well, that's the I believe that's one of the first things that happened during the crucifixion thing. So, yeah, you betcha. You know, I wanted to start at at what was the very first. Absolutely. And and just for all of our listeners, just imagine just the pain uh, that was going through as John was talking about with with the thorns. It wasn't, you know, like a like a little rose thorn, you know, right. coming in on you. This this we were some, some and it, crazy and thorns. It starts in the mind too. I mean, what we think about will eventually just um just happen in life, you know, it'll be brought out some way or another. Yeah. The yeah. different thoughts that you're focusing on, all those yep. things. That's where it begins with thought. Right. Absolutely. And so um you know, we can we dwell on a lot of things in regards to thinking in general, but we have the opportunity to place that in check uh, with the help of Christ and, and, and through his power. So we can actually, uh, instead of reacting, we can respond properly. Yeah. Now, the next thing that we were talking about were Jesus's hands. Uh, what, yeah. what about this uh, was significant for you? I, I believe uh, as far as his hands getting nailed to the cross, uh, one thing that the Lord just laid on my heart 
in, in regards to that was what are we doing with our hands in life? You know, because if we're really carrying our cross um, that we have, you know, and what Jesus has for us in life, then our hands would be nailed to it, um, which signifies uh, any type of work that we do with our hands, it would, it would be to glorify him. It, it would not be to just glorify us or self-pleasure or for other people. It would literally be to help build God's kingdom. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, just put, you know, we are we are Jesus' hands. Uh, we, you know, and hands and his feet, and that's the next one. There, we're talking about his yep. feet. What what about and his feet? In exactly? regards to his feet, you think about all the places we've been and we went, uh, we walked to in life. Whether it be simply this walking from your house to your car in a nowadays world, but what are we what are we doing with that gas pedal? You know, where yeah. where where are we going? Where are we going in life, and you know where are we traveling to? Because it's not so so much about the the destination in general, but it's about the journey. It's about the progress along the way. That's and, a, that's a real important thought right there. Yeah. That it's it's about the journey along the way. So much so many times, uh, I myself I'm just I'm sitting here thinking about this, and you know just feeling a little convicted myself about this. I'm always about you know the destination. I'm I'm a man that's very goal oriented and everything, and I I forget to sit and think about you know the journey, all the different yep. things that step, get step by to step. get me there, step by step, yep. all those different opportunities that I maybe are missing along the way each and every day because I'm so focused on that destination. I'm really glad that you talked about the feet. What about the side? What is it about the side, John? Yeah, he was um, Jesus was pierced in his side to make sure. You know that he was. Uh, it was over. It was. It was. He was this dead and gone. You know, and um, one of the things that really signified that came to my heart in regards to that was just the the covenant in regards to how much Jesus loved us and and that we're actually married to Him. Um, it's it's the heart behind why we do things. Uh, if you think about the spear, the, the spear that got pierced in his side. It was located near um, his heart region and also his lung. So every breath that we take, you know, uh, every move that we make, you know, it's, <laughs> every breath you take, <laughs> you know, it's it's all it's supposed to be pinpointed to Jesus. It's supposed to exemplify the relationship that we have with Him, and uh, to bring others into that blessed, intimate relationship that they can have. Uh, but it's a choice, you know. So uh, the heart behind every word that's said, the heart behind every action that's dealt, you know, uh, Christ knows the heart behind that. So is it really for him? Is it really for his kingdom and with him, I would say, and not just for him, but with him? Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so we're we're talking about the head, the hands, the feet, and even that blood trail to the cross. All these different things, we could sit and we could camp out on, on these different ideas, these different elements uh, for an entire podcast itself. I mean, we could right. just talk about fact after fact after fact with it. But what we wanted to try to do here, and especially what John wanted to try to do, was to simplify it enough so we could just get one message out of this. One message and one idea that all of these different elements, though they seem completely separate, it all comes together to really bring the idea of what Christianity is. Right. Uh, just the, the basic 
elements of Christianity in your everyday walk. Right. Jesus didn't just die on the cross just so we could make a way to heaven, you know, yeah. so he could just the open big up mansion the doors. in the sky. Yeah, it's no, it was a, it was actually bring us into the relationship. Yeah, you know, he brought us into the relationship. You know, that, that goes way deeper than just wanting to go to heaven. Yeah, if you could summarize this entire elements of Christianity. Uh, if you could summarize it in two minutes or less, John, to give one quick message of what all of this means for our listeners, could you do that for us this morning? To to simply lay down your life. Yeah. Lay down your life, guys, in, in every area, every aspect, every position that God calls you to. And know, just know that you don't need to do this in your own strength. It's impossible to do it in your own strength. Uh, but be thankful that we serve a God that's there for us all the time, and he knows exactly what each person needs out there. Um, sometimes those needs are obviously beyond our expectations, and, and sometimes they don't even line up with the expectations that we want. But we serve a good father, you know, and he knows exactly exactly what we need. He's always there. So never give up. Um, I know a lot of times we come to our breaking point and at the end of all endurance – but during those times, it's 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 important to draw near to God and and just spend time in His presence, spend time in His Word, to get refilled, and, and just know that He will do that feeling. He He will come. He always keeps His promises. He's always there for us. And I just want to encourage you guys to reach out to the lost, uh, whether that would be through encouragement. Um, this buying things for the homeless, supporting other ministries. You know, there's so many ways that you can reach out to the lost people uh, that are hurting and dying out there. But are, are you willing to help them succeed far beyond yourself? And that's, you know, that's a key, key point to this walk in Christianity, man, to help others succeed far beyond and, and just to give them that spark, give them that, uh, give them that fire, you know, be an inspiration. Absolutely. John, I want to thank you again for, for coming on this podcast, uh, for giving us this wonderful teaching. Would you do a do us a favor? Will you go ahead and just pray us out, pray a prayer blessing over this podcast, uh, and just uh, we look forward to seeing you again next time, brother. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Father, we just come before you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Is thankful. Thankful for this podcast. Thank you for all the listeners out there. Lord, um, if there's anybody that's out there that's listening to this that are, that is, that are hurting, or in financial trouble, Lord, I ask for you to just draw near to them, to bless them for listening to this and just drawing near to you, having an open heart to know who you are more. And Lord, I just ask, God, that you would um, just help them, help them walk closer with you. Lord, draw near to them. Let them feel your presence at this very moment, Lord, and and just uh, uplift their families, uh, uplift their friends. Lord, anybody that's hurting out there in the world, uh, make a way, God, for you are the way. Lord, we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You've just listened to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast with your host, Pastor Chris Busher. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast was recorded live in studio with final editing made before uploading. Subscribe today to Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast on iTunes or Google Play. For more fantastic daily content, visit Pastor Chris Busher online via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't miss the next episode on Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast.